Welcome back to the Bucket Armory. Today, we'll be playing part one of The Mark of the Beast, a Simbarum story. Now, let the games begin. As you make your way down the mountains, everybody begins to talk about what their future steps are. It seems like a majority of the group is going to Thistlehold, with one group that decided they wanted to go um, to a smaller town on the way. And so your group goes to Thistlehold. At the end of the travel, our guest though thanks you all profusely. He says, I don't think we would have been able to survive it if it wasn't for all of you. Here, take take this as a, as a token of um, as our thanks. Um, and if you ever need travels again, let me know, and I'm, I'll always be happy to take you all in. He hands you each a pouch, and there are 15 dollar in each pouch. My character's name is Bartolom, and he's a nerdy wizard. My character's name is Glenda. He's a changeling, and she's looking for these loving and brave families. My name is Drax Landon. I am looking for something to to light up my life. Remember, Glenda, if you don't finish your meal, Glenda's father starts, then the brownies will come and eat all of us, Glenda answers, quickly finishing up her meal. It wasn't the best food, but she was appreciative. That's right, her mom smiled. Glenda had been with this family for a year now, a new record. They were all scared of her, she could tell, but these were good people. They did their best to take care of her, and she loved them dearly. Glenda learned many stories from her family. Most of them she knew weren't fully truthful, but they were fun stories. It was somewhere where she could call home. Last time on the Promised Land, Belen was not eager to be given up to the elves. His panic state caused his corruption to overcome him, but you all managed to defeat the abomination that arose from him. Afterwards, the caravan made its way to Thistlehold, where your group split ways with the rest of the caravan, and Thud quickly made his way to a tavern. And while the rest of you decided to, to kind of look around town a little bit, um, just to kind of see what the scene is like in the town. What's the town like? What's the vibe? Uh, so the town is pretty, it's a pretty large town. Several thousand people just walking around. Uh, you imagine quite a bit more are inside the different either houses or buildings and even more probably come in at the end of the day uh, once the adventuring's over. It's a happening town. A group of people are gathering around a shop blocking the roadway in front of you. As you all slow down to see if you can make your way around this group, a small girl runs into Glenda, falling down in the process. She tries to get up using Glenda's robes. Closely behind, a group of maybe five people are chasing her with their weapons drawn. She looks up at Glenda. You have to save me! The group catches up to the girl, forming a semicircle around you, fully encapsulating her in. Some of the shoppers turn around to face the girl now, paying attention to her. There she is! The abomination! The flare! Others seem a little bit more hesitant though. Can it really be her? The one who skinned all those people. But she looks so... 
so normal. I know it all seems to explain everything. Well, that's what's so horrid about this corruption sickness. It can hide where one least expects it. The girl looking around, more panicked now, looks back up to Glenda. Please, ma'am. You have to save me. Don't let the witch hunter take me, please. Okay, wow. Way to jump into the moral dilemma. Um, <laughs> right away. <laughs> okay. When I cast Witch Sight, is it subtle? Um, like, or can people know that I'm doing something magic? They'll probably know that you're doing something magical, but they may not know exactly what it is that you are doing. Okay, I'm gonna cast just like a subtle Witch Sight just to get just to get some um, uh, my bearings on what's going on with this girl's shadow really quick before I make any decisions. First, I succeeded, but then the dice kept rolling, and so I have failed. <laughs> it's a little difficult to tell what her shadow is. There's a lot of people around you right now, and you might be getting some of the interference from that. Uh, you do detect some corruption, but it's difficult to tell if uh, any or all of it is coming from her. Alright, so... Um... I take a look at this witch hunter who looks totally perfectly like a, like a person and I say, oh, and who made you king of the castle here telling me what to do? We work for Black Cloak Balmello, he says as he kind of puffs his chest out a little bit. Now give us the heretic or be branded one yourself. Can I jump in here with my privilege? Um, because that is a <laughs> that is a thing that I have as an attribute, apparently an ability. I just kind of want to be like, um, uh, wait, hold, hold on, uh, sir. Um, uh, my name is uh, Bartholom, and I know I'm, I'm new in this situation, but uh, this just seems like a, a small girl, and I, I don't know what is happening, and uh, I don't think you have any reason to, to arrest her. He looks at you, points in your direction while squinting his eyes a bit. You're lucky you're new here, he says. This girl, this, this thing, has been responsible for all of the recent murders here. People have been showing up on the streets with their skin pulled off their bodies. It's disgusting. But we Glat Cloaks will rid her of this world. He smiles. Some of the shoppers begin to give subtle claps. And surely you have evidence of all this, do you not? You would have evidence, you know, to to take someone's freedom away mm -hmm. in a civilized town such as this. Indeed, what is the evidence? <laughs> We've seen her. Yeah, what bodies. what's her what's her body count? At this point it's at least five. Five? That's oh, almost the, the size of your family. But but how do you know it is her? What what proof do you have? We've seen her near those bodies. Are you gonna hand her over or not? That's no proof at all. That is, is merely a coincidence that something like this would happen. It is not proven the slightest. Can I ask where are you taking her? I want to speak to this to this to this guy, Lord Balmello. We plan to kill her right here, just so we can show everyone that she is indeed mortal. No trial at all? That is that is completely preposterous. I thought this was a civilized society. I don't know why I went Scottish yeah. all of a sudden. How are you any better than those barbarians? And I, I chuckle under my breath. He kind of glares at, at you. We work for black cloaks. That's what makes us better. Uh, I, I, I cannot believe I am hearing my ears. You you must take me to your manager. I, I want to speak to your manager. <laughs> <laughs> a 
Oh, we'll let you see him. He smiles, kind of nods towards you, and his cronies begin to charge towards you all. Was not intended. Optional battle, no longer optional. Oh, God. <laughs> Can, okay. It's quick strategy, teams. Do you want to, like, just take the girl and run away? Team huddle? Yeah, let's do just, that. Just, like, take her and try to flee? Um, best option. Look at the girl. Can, can you tank? We lost our big guy. Yeah, and also, like, can't you make flame walls? Can you make a flame wall and then we just run away and they can't get to us, you know, through the flame wall? Yeah, little girl. Can you do that? <laughs> I'm talking to drag. <laughs> well, you know, if she can kick the skins off people, that would be a good time. <laughs> yeah, I can do a flame wall, but if she can do a flame wall, we can walk through it together. That's gonna be Glenda's turn first. Okay, so I am going to grab the hand of the little girl who can strip the skins off of people, and we are going to do a dash in the opposite direction. Through the people? Uh, oh, because they're surrounding us, right? Yeah, it's just the general people are behind you, and then the, the henchmen are in front of you. Yeah, five of them. yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll go through the just the regular um, populace. Can you make a strong test for me? Oh yeah, I'm I'm strong. Um, if I if I have to beat an eleven and I got an eleven, does that mean I failed it or I passed it? You passed that. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, so you managed to wedge your way through some of the people. They definitely don't seem like they're helping you in any way to get through um, them. Uh, but you you do manage to kind of finagle your way through, barely holding on to, to this little girl. You managed to make it through to the other side. Uh, you hear the henchman yelling, Stop her! Don't let her free! Uh, but it's going to be Drax's turn, unless Glenda's going to do anything else. When the guards yell that out, I uh, I do a flame wall to cut them off. Okay. And and use my movement to dash after Glenda. Okay, so at first you're going to have to make a resolute test, I think, to see if you can make your flame wall. I rolled a three. Okay. So you managed to get the flame off. Make sure you roll for temporary corruption. Roll the one. Nice. nice. Um, and then you're also going to have to make strong tests to get through the, the group of people. Roll the nine. My strong is 13. Okay. You're a pretty slim person, so you can kind of wiggle through as well. So you manage to get through the people. Despite people, it seems like they're trying to stop you, but uh, yeah, you managed to get through. Anything else you'd like to do? Uh, nope. Okay, so it's gonna be Bartolom's turn then. I'm gonna try to flee in the same direction as everyone else and get through the guards. Okay. I wanna have to rescue Bartolom, so can you, can you roll well? I'll do my very best. <laughs> Use this dice. This dice is more luck. Uh, I, th I feel like I set myself up for failure. All right, I have to beat a nine. 
Oh, it was on a two, and then it rolled to a natural 20. So what happens? Uh, you try to run through. Unfortunately, you see a uh, slight opening of uh, where you might be able to, to get through the group of people uh, created by both Draxon and Glenda. And as you run towards it, you notice that somebody kind of steps right in front of you and you manage to just run right into their chest, kind of staggering you, not quite dropping you to the ground, but you are, uh, you're still with the, the henchmen. Okay, was that considered, like, action? What, what else can I do at this time? That was your movement. Okay. Let me, like, check out my inventory real quick. Because I was kind of just banking on that. I'm, I'm, either I'm just gonna... Let's see, this. I should have done a brimstone cascade as a distraction and then ran through, but alas, I just tried to run. Uh, yeah, but I don't want to hurt people. I feel like hurting them gives them incentive to kill me. Um, okay, okay. I, oh, this is also a dumb idea, but it's all I got. I am going to raise my hands and and say, um, please, please do not harm me. I, I don't mean anyone here any harm. I was just advocating for friends, and um, but I will go for with you peacefully. Please just don't hurt me. And I would like to use my privilege to make me seem really appealing. Okay. Yeah, so they... It's going to take him a, a second to get around the flame wall, but they are going to try to walk around it. Is Glenda going to do anything else, or just going to keep running with the girl? So I can see that Bartolom got trapped behind, right? Yes. Okay, I am going to try to help him as best as I can to disperse the crowd. And I'm going to throw a bottle of herbal cure that I have in my inventory, but I'm going to bluff and say, everyone get back. This is a poisonous acid pile that I'm throwing. <laughs> okay. Um, I believe we're going to say that you can do a cunning test. Um, we'll give you... A plus two to your cunning. Success! Nice. So you, yeah, you, you yell out that you're attempting to poison everyone. <laughs> um, and the, the crowd does kind of disperse a little bit, making sure that, like, nothing, um, neither them nor their clothes touch the, the pool of, of mysterious liquid now on the ground. Dude, for clarification, do you signal at me? Do you, like, wink at me to let me know that it's not poison? Or is it possible that I could know it's poison? Well, you should know because because it's an herbal cure, and don't you have alchemist? Oh, I am an alchemist, yeah. actually. Yeah, okay, that's a good you point. You probably smell, but it's not. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. Yeah, we'll say that you can probably tell pretty quick. You know that she doesn't... She isn't one for throwing poison at people. <laughs> That's real dick move to throw that right where I was going. <laughs> I do have poison on my inventory though, which is funny. <laughs> right. But you assume that this is probably not real poison, um, given the circumstance. Well, Drax doesn't know that. He laughs. He's like, ha, she's crazy. And he like smiles and rolls towards <laughs> Is Jax going to do anything else? Uh, No. He's using his movement to follow through with, uh, towards Glenda. 
uh, suspect if Artolum. We'll just say that you can run away. There's enough of a gap at this point that, uh, and people are kind of trying to watch where they they stand, so they're not gonna really get in your way if you're running through poison. They're like, this guy's like gonna kill himself. <laughs> um, yeah, does does uh, someone shout out from the crowd? Careful, that's poison. Yeah. What are you that's doing? <laughs> um. And at this point, the the guy that seems like uh, that he was in charge of the group uh, says, "You'll regret this," and kind of shakes his fist into the air. <laughs> uh, we've been one day in Fizzlehold, and we're already wanted by the law. <laughs> I expected as much. <laughs> so you know that they're black cloaks, and talking with Lestra on your way over the um, the titans. You know that they're not like exactly the law, they kind of work around it. Um, so there's like the normal guards uh, positioned in each town. Um, and then the black cloaks are mostly just to find corruption and stamp it out. So they'll kind of go from town to town. Um, and we'll say at this point you guys managed to get to uh, an alleyway that, that no one's at, um, and you guys feel that you guys are pretty safe. Um, with some recollection, you do remember that, that Lestra was saying that uh, Balmelo is one of like the, the most notorious uh, black cloaks, uh, where he, is, he probably has the best um, notoriety of anybody. Um, and his attitude generally is, I'm not taking chances. If somebody potentially could be an abomination, we're going to kill them now. And kill now, ask questions later. Also, he's into necromancy. <laughs> so, um, if we're safe in this alleyway, I think the first thing that Bartolom would do is he would be looking at the, the, the girl... And he'd be like, so are you like really an abomination? And he's like checking behind her ears and like looking at her feet and like stooping down, looking under her neck, seeing if there's like any, hmm, you just seem like a normal girl. It would be very strange if you were also an abomination. Uh, she still seems a little bit panicked. She doesn't really know you all, but you did save her life. She says, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not an abomination. Uh, my, my neighbor just accused me of, of witchcraft here. Because, um, well, I'm not, I'm not entirely sure why, um, why, why she would tell the Black Cloaks that. But, but, but I swear, I, I, I I've killed no one. I pull out my um, my vial of, of corruption that I had from last time. It was just a vial of the goop of the monster we killed last time. Right. And I hold it up next to her and see if anything happens. Uh, she's a little weirded out by it. Um, it's not too strong, but there's a little bit of stench that's like, even though the vial's closed, you can still kind of seeping out. I'm like, ugh, that's probably getting in my bag. Yeah, your bag probably doesn't smell the best now. But I, I set the vial down in the alleyway, and I'll just leave it there. You're okay. gonna leave a combination goo in the alleyway? Ah, is there a storm train? No. <laughs> uh, no. The water supply? All right, I'll hold on to it until I find a storm train, <laughs> or somewhere else to dispose of the corrupted goo. 
Um, you you want it stinks. Do you sure you want it? It might come in useful later. Oh, very well, it's, it's all yours. Poison. I might. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Does anyone else want to say? I, uh, what is um? What is your name, girl? Uh, my my name is Tenet. What, what's your name? My name is uh, Bartolome. It, it is a pleasure to meet you, Tenet. Thank, thank you all for, for saving me. Uh, I, I don't really have too much to my name, but, but anything I can do to help, uh, I'm happy. Do you have a safe place to stay? Um, no. Nah. Well, I, I would say normally my house, but I'm not too sure anymore. The, the Black Cloaks are, are probably looking for me. Um, I did have some, some studies uh, with, with, with Master Vernum and... and Maybe I can take refuge there. Oh my goodness, did you say Master Vernon? I am a huge fan of that guy. He's so good with the magic and everything. Also, I'm, I'm pretty sure that um, this um, this other orphan-looking person here asked if you have a family. Oh, uh, yes, I have a family. Um, but but we'll, we'll see. Uh, they... If the Black Cloaks get to them, who knows what'll happen. Okay, well, we can be your backup family. That's an offer. Oh, oh, uh... Thank you, I, I guess. Right, so, like, um, do you think I could get Master Vernum's autograph or something? I, that would be pretty cool. Oh, maybe. Uh, we can... We can go there. It, it's not too far from here. I'm down. Are you guys down to meet the legendary Master Vernum? You know, he knows this spell that can take you from one place to another place, like, instantly. It's so cool. Isn't that called walking? But faster, yeah. Running. But faster. Sprinting. Flying? But, like, faster, though. <laughs> Advanced sprinting. You have Tenid um, help you navigate through the town. It's kind of a grid-like pattern, but it's still pretty easy to get lost. Uh, there's just so many houses and buildings around the place, and just the way that everything looks is very uniform. So it's hard to remember, like, oh, do we go right or left here? Um, but she seems to know the area pretty well and takes you to his, uh, to his academy. Uh, upon reaching the academy, there's a looks to be like a somebody sitting in the front, maybe a receptionist. Um, you can't really tell, but she is a rather pale-looking uh, complexion. She says, "Oh, may may I help you all?" Uh, yes, we're here for Master Vernon. Oh, I see. Um, you notice at this point that that she's noticeably shaken. Uh, with her lower lips quivering a bit. Is everything okay? What would you like to see from, from Master Vernum for? Well, he's just... Well, I am just... Well, yeah, and like, Bartolome's like stuttering over his word. He's um, a... Um, I, 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 Glenda interjects. That's a personal question. Uh, at this point, Tenet, kind of from behind, 
uh, steps up and says, Oh, uh, hi, Espitha. Uh, they're, they're okay. And then uh, this person you now know as Espitha. Uh, so, oh, okay. Um, well, uh, follow me, please. Um, and kind of quietly guides you uh, up the stairs to the top floor. Uh, you notice as you're walking around, there's nobody else here. Like, it's it's a pretty large building, but yeah, just completely empty. Um, eventually she stops at a wooden door at the very top of the stairs, turns towards you all, and says, What you're about to witness is... Kind of sighs. Horrifying. I've seen it right before you came. And she kind of slowly opens the door. There's a... Uh, like an office room that has blood everywhere. Uh, there's a skinned body of a man that hangs upside down from the ceiling, and its entrails and skin lies below. Uh, there's a window that's slightly open, and bloody footprints that lead up the roof. Um. Is that Master <laughs> Vernon? It, it is, yes. I'm sorry to oh, say. I guess he can fly. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> but I told him, like, he just, like, drops to his knees, which I guess would be in blood. That's unfortunate. And he goes, No! The Master Verdum! This way, you can probably have an eyeball as a here instead. Oh, gross! And, um. I, I cross my arm, like, Leonard, what did you do this time? Dude, what oh, was <laughs> Sneaky, sneaky, Lennon. Lennon. I, I was, I was with you the, for for probably an hour now. This couldn't be me. It looks looks too fresh, right? Bartholomew is just like crying at this point. He's pretty much inconsolable and, and not um, really great at contributing to what's going on. Um, Linda has seen you know blood. You know, mysterious backstory and all that. Can I try and see how how soon this happened? Yeah, do a... Let's make a... It's a vigilant test. Oh. Ooh. Wonderful, I passed. Nice. Got a one. Is yeah, that so a one? I would recognize that this body is... very freshly dead. Um... Probably within the last hour or two. Um, and Esvitha uh, helps to um, confirm your suspicions. Uh, she says, it was just a little while ago. He was uh, with a visitor. And, and after they left, I I got him some, some coffee. And, and he was alive then. Uh, so... And then I came back maybe 20 minutes later to, to see if he, if I could pick it up from him or if he needed anything else. And, and this is how I found him. Yeah, have you told anyone else about this? Or were you just going to sit to the end of your shift like that? Uh, I, I, I haven't told anybody else. I was just waiting to see who might come by. That's so sus. <laughs> That's super sus. Why? Oh my god. Why is the academy empty? Why is there no one here? 
after I found him dead, I, I, I told everyone to go home. I, I figured it might be for the best. Nobody uh -huh. should see him like this. Sure. I don't even know how to say that. <laughs> it's, oh my gosh. Okay. Um, can I try to do a shadow check on this Vita? Sure. Alright. Um, roll, roll, roll. Vigilant versus discreet, right? Yeah. No. Nope. Yep. Because yep. that's. I had to be. 15 yeah, versus 10. 10. Yeah, so no. Yeah, it could just be that. It's your first time in Thistle Hold, and there's a lot going on. Um, so it's just around this many people in general. It's kind of hard to tell, like exactly what you're you're sensing. Um, so you I think that there's bloody it. footprints that go like through the room and out a window. You said towards a roof. Is that accurate? Yes. Um. Yes. Oh wait. First, before I do that, can I look at Esvita and um, like, does she have blood on her? Like anything? Kind of do a once over, see if I see anything sus about her. Esvita. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Um, I'm not gonna say you need to roll anything for that. She looks pretty clean. Um, no blood, no nothing. Um, she's just wearing uh, what looks to be like kind of academic clothes. The while this is all kind of going on, she's kind of. Uh, it looks like she's going through a couple things in her mind, um, and finally speaks up. Can I, can I trust you all? Yes, definitely. So, so um, the, the person that, that Vernum was, Master Vernum was looking, or talking to earlier, uh, was an elf named, uh, Tara Kell. Um, I, I never really indulged in, in what they talk about, but I know that he, he comes by often. Uh, many people don't like him because he is an elf, but Vernum, well, well, he's different. He, um, well, he was part of the Iron Pact back in the day. Uh, still is, I suppose. Um, but yeah, so they, they must have been talking something about that. Um, they often like to talk about, uh, different things about corruption and, uh, what they can do to help get rid of it. Um. And, and, and I, I swear, he, he left through the front doors, but, um, I could have sworn that after I heard, I heard Master Vernum talking to him again. Um, just to confirm, she said he was part of the Iron Pact, still is, I suppose, referring to Master Vernum? Correct. But I thought only elves were part of the Iron Pack. And also said still is and Master Vernum is dead. Are we sure that this is Master Vernum who is dead? Is there a way to identify him? Uh, you guys have never met him before, but as far as everybody who kind of looks at it, it's like, yeah, that's probably Master Vernum. Right, okay, so Tenid has met Master Vernum, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, I want to be like, in, and kind of quieter, I guess. Tenid, um... Are you sure that is Master Vernum? Is, is there any way you can identify to make sure that is um, his body specifically and not this um, elven person? Uh, she kind of looks at it. She's not thrilled to look at a flayed person. But she's like, yeah, that, that looks like a human body and, and it seems like it's about the same height as, as Master Vernum was. Um, so All so right. I assume that, that it is. 
Okay, alright. It was just a weird thing to say that he's still part of the Iron Pact, even though he's dead. Um, it's only been it's only been a little while. She's probably not quite used to the. Uh, that's fair. The terms. Right. Um, well, do we want to go to the roof? Sure, you could get some fresh air. I guess we follow the footprints. As you follow the footprints to the, the window, you do notice, though, that it doesn't look like the window is broken in. It looks like it was opened. Like somebody on the inside probably opened it. One time, I asked, um, I guess Bartolo, could it be that whoever killed him uh, uh, teleported into this room? You say that sort of magic exists, right? I mean, I know it exists, I, but I, I do not know the... Um... I, I, I do not know. Well, actually, can I roll for that? Because I am a wizard and I have some wizardry. Can I roll to see like what knowledge of wizardry, wizardry I have? Sure. A seven. Success. Nice. So I guess, um, yes, I know um, that people can teleport. It is usually a ritual which takes some time to cast, but um, people can teleport, yes. So it's possible that someone teleported inside, did the flaying very brutally and gruesomely, and then opened the window and got out this way. And possibly took the elven friend as well. Potentially. Oh, there was something else I wanted to do while we are still in the room, but I can't remember what it was. That's alright. I guess, yeah, if everyone else is down, just follow the footsteps. Okay, just one, Let's just go. Know. Just, just for aesthetics, since um, Master Vernon, you know, was an old wizard, is there like a like a pipe, like a Sherlock Holmes pipe, you know, that I can that I can snatch? Yeah, you want to look around the area? I do. What would I roll for that? Um, Vigilant. Vigilant. Oh yeah, I rolled a three and I had to beat a ten. Yeah, we'll say that there's a pipe there. There's also some other fun things in the... while well, you're kind of rifling around his desk. There's a letter that looks like it's been pretty recently written, as well as a kind of like a rusty ring of iron. As Ooh! Well as does the rusty ring look magical? The ring does look like it is inscribed. It's written in some language that you're not familiar with on the inside. Um, you're not quite sure what it says. But the, the ring is kind of off to the side as well. Uh, it's pretty bloodied, and it kind of looks like it may have been tossed to the side while whoever it was um, that killed Master Vernum was, was kind of skinning him. Gross. Um, what does the letter say? Yeah, I can't read. Does anybody have alchemy? Uh, I think both I and uh, Glenda, we both have alchemy. Okay. You guys can make a cunning test. The letter's pretty bloody, but you may know of a way to kind of wipe the blood away without um, damaging the ink. Um, yeah, unless you want to make an additional roll. I, was yes, I rolled a two and had to be 13. I'm happy with my pipe. Oh, you rolled a two? Yep. Oh yeah, so you you know of ways that can kind of 
help keep ink intact while also like getting rid of um, like blood on, on fabric and, and letters. Um, the letter reads, Dear Master Night Pitch, uh, I know that we seldom see eye to eye, but let me once again try to explain why I believe that Gorek's failed expedition is connected to the current killings performed by the so-called Flayer. I know that Gorek sought you out and that the skull of the king uh, was shown to you. Numerous sources have told me as such, and I realize that a possible link between the murders and the skull is politically delicate. The king's skull infects all who touch it. It infects with the power of corruption. You appear to have escaped its destructive powers. Maybe you never held it, which, if so, was wise. My elven friends have told me that their soothsayers dreamed of the dead king at the time when Gorak was parading around the town with his cranium, and that and they have returned to me saying that they are still dreaming, meaning that the corruptive powers of the skull are still active here in Thistlehold. Precisely how the atrocities and the killings are connected to all this, I cannot claim to know, but from a reliable source, I have heard that the art of flaying is an ancient and vain one, born of darkness. Nevermore the dark, Master Vern. Right, it looks like we need to find someone named Gorak. Let's keep this letter. For sure. Oh, is it? I guess while we're here and exploring the office, we looked in the desk. Is there anywhere else like to rifle through to look for clues? Yeah, I'll say that you guys ruled well on, on vigilance. So there's an oil painting nearby that uh, depicts Burnham with black hair. However, the you notice that the hair on the skin beneath the corpse is brown. Furthermore, as you examine more closely, uh, the skin exposes uh, an elf's pointy ears. Uh, despite the actual body seeming to be of a human. Uh, so clearly, Master Vernum hangs from the ceiling, but the skin underneath is not his. His skin's gone. Wait, what do you mean the skin underneath? Because he was peeled like a banana. Like, yeah. like on the floor? Like what skin? So when you went in, you saw him hanged upside down. Um, like from his, from his feet. Um, and it was just the, like, muscles and stuff expo- and entrails exposed. And underneath was a pile of skin. Um, oh, okay. So, while it is Master Burnham hanging with no skin, the skin on the floor is not Master Burnham. Is that correct? Yeah. You, you all would have come to that conclusion. I think I have a terrifying theory. Walkers? I think it might be someone jumping from skin to skin, like he came in pretending to be the elf, already a monster, and then shed his elf skin and took Master Vernum's skin. That's crazy! Can that even happen? Well, let's go find Master Vernum. We ha- we know what he looks like, yes? This is a picture of him, a painting? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys will have seen what he looks like now. Um, so yeah, let's, let's bring Fennid with us. Also explains how no one left in this room too. If someone came in, killed Vernon, took his skin, and left. So it's not teleporting after all. Perhaps not. But um, I suppose if nothing else is in this room, let us follow the bloody footprints. Um, 
Does Spartolum have Medicus? I do indeed. You wanna do a cunning yeah. test for me? Of course I wanna do a cunning roll. Um, let's see. I gotta beat a 13 for a regular roll. Ah, 16. No good. I'll say that you notice that um, a couple of the entrails are missing, but not all of them. Like some of his glands are, are still present, uh, while others are are gone. Um, but it doesn't seem to. There's no, it doesn't seem like there's rhyme or reason um, based on your your medicus abilities. Oh, okay. I mentioned this to the group. Maybe whatever it is also ate some of him or something because there are bits and pieces missing. Can, can I roll to see if, if any if, I, if any of this, I don't know, rings some sort of bells from my time growing up with um, the barbarians? Like, like if they have any folklore or legends? Yeah. Sure. Uh, so it'd be a cunning test. Uh, you had to be the nine, you rolled a seven, right? Is that a one or a seven? It was a seven, I moved the dice. Okay, seven. So yeah, success. Um, yeah, so you heard... Uh, from some of like the, the witches um, that you grew up with, you've heard of um, some kind of ritual that's not native to witchcraft, but of some other uh, school of magics. You can't remember exactly what it was, um, but you remember something about playing but you don't really remember much else about it, other than that there's some magic that does involve flaying bodies. Okay. Footsteps? Let's go. As you go to look out the window, um, as Vita kind of timidly says, are you, are you all, you're all leaving? Um, if that's the case, um, here, this is, this is from Master Vernum. Um, and she hands you a note. The note says, dear friends, if you're reading this, I'm dead. You don't know who I am, just as I don't know who you are in the common meaning of the word. But I know something about your fate, since it intertwined with my own, and with the bloody tracks left by the flayer throughout the beautiful town. In short, you've appeared in my dream site. Visions I have evoked with the help of rituals, as part of my effort to solve the riddle of the murderous flayer. Some months ago, an expedition returned to Thistlehold. Aside from gold, they brought back the skull of Simbarum King and an expedition leader paraded this distasteful trophy around many of the town's inns and taverns. Unfortunately, the treasure hunters also brought with him the horrible sickness, which claimed their lives one after the other. Just as some disappeared, others were hunted down by agents of the Iron Pact. Another few turned into abominations and were killed by watchmen or brave residents. Gorak, the leader, went into hiding and took the skull with him. People's memories are short in the hold, since this new wave of murders began, carried out by the abominable Flayer. No one has linked the bloody deeds to Gorak's expedition. However, my vision revealed some kind of connection. 
After many frustrating dream sights, one thing is clear to me. There's some kind of association between the expedition and the skinning of our townsfolk. Alas, I also realized that my own death was a crucial step towards solving the riddle. And so, my unfamiliar friend by faith, you are. The hows and whys are unintelligible to me, but hopefully you will be able to figure them out. If ever we meet in the world beyond, you have to tell me everything about the events to come. Till then, I can but ask you to forgive me for placing this burden on your souls. What's ahead of you, I would not wish for my greatest enemy, let alone person who likely would have been my friends, had I but lived to greet them. Master Vernum. Master Vernum is so cool! Glenda pats Bartolom on the back and is like, look, you got an autograph! He signed it! He signed it! And he's <laughs> my friend! My friend! I'm overjoyed. <laughs> and with your newfound friends, we will see you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of Simbarum, presented by the Bucket Armory. Music from this episode is by Kevin McLeod at Acompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons via Attribution. We hope that you have a great week, and we'll see you next time. I've always wanted a family member who can take the skins off of people.